With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. talk to people representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality, from authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists. If it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travel Itch Radio. And tonight we're pleased to welcome Captain Tyler King, of the schooner American Eagle, a proud member of the Maine Windjammer Association. Welcome, Captain King, to Travelit Radio. Thank you. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. What is a windjammer, and how many windjammers are in the Maine Windjammer Association? Well, a windjammer is kind of a colloquial term used to describe a sailing vessel that came from the, the receding age of sail, and it's kind of been spun to mean a passenger-carrying vessel that carries overnight guests that um, we specifically do up here along the coast of Maine. Um, there are nine member vessels in the Maine Wind Germ Association. Um, they were built in years varying from 1871 to 1983, so a lot of them are national historic landmarks. Some of them are new, re- new creations, and um, some were specifically built for the passenger trade. Um, and they are all extremely wonderful examples of a very broad spectrum of America's um, maritime history. Okay, let's be specific. Uh, the Schooner American Eagle, is it new, old, or a combination of both? <laughs> so the, the American Eagle was built in 1930, in um, Gloucester, Massachusetts, she was built as a fishing schooner. And at that time, the fishing schooner was one of the um, principal members of the um, fishing trade, and she brought in millions and millions of pounds of fish, and she was built to, um, to fish for swordfish in the summertime and haddock in the wintertime. And she did that from 1930 to um, 1983 when uh, she was bought, refit, and then put into the passenger trade here in Rockland. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. Maine the only place in the country that has an active windjammer fleet? Um, no, but we are certainly the largest commercial um, sailing vessel fleet in the in the country. There's a lot of other traditional vessels that do very similar things um, up and down the East Coast, and there's a few in Puget Sound and Washington. 
Um, and, you know, but, but we are the, the largest collection um, in the country. Captain King, what makes a cruise on a main windjammer different from a vacation on a small cruise ship or a barge? Uh, so many things. Well, the, I, I think the biggest thing is you're, you're a part of the experience. You're not observing mm-hmm. it. It's not like going to the zoo or going to a museum. You're, you are as much a part of the vacation as the crew is, as the captain is, as the boat is, because you know, it's, a, it's a completely authentic experience. You're not going off to do a set thing. You're going off to see what that set of days has in store for us all on the vessel. And so it's really a really see it's really hard to describe that's how cool it is but <laughs> it's um it's it's just a wonderful way to spend some time on the water and i you know I grew up on sailboats I grew up sailing the coast of maine up up here since I was very very small and one of the things that attracted to me to this is how genuine it is and how you know we're not putting on a show we're not doing anything for we're genuinely taking people sailing and showing them the wonders of where we, you know, we exist. And it's, it's just a really good, wonderful time. How long are your voyages and, and where do the vessels go? Well, that depends on the vessel. So we have all sorts of um, vessels in our fleet that do all sorts of different things. Um, The American Eagle specifically um, does quite a few longer adventures. So we kind of venture farther than a lot of the other boats in the fleet do. Although, um, some of the other boats um, have, you know, gone to far off places. But usually, you know, we, we have a trip every, every so once in a while that we do all the way up to the Canadian border. Sometimes we've actually, mm-hmm. we go into Canada. And then we go as far south every year um, as Gl- to Gloucester, Massachusetts. So we take the American Eagle home to, to race for the Esperanto Cup again during the Gloucester Schooner Festival, um, which is been, which we have done since the mid early eighties, I think. Um, and so there's all sorts of, all sorts of adventures that are kind of tied into what we all do, but the majority of all, all the sailing that we do is from, um, Rockland and Camden, which are on the, the Western shore of Penobscot Bay, kind of to the eastward out to, um, Acadia national park. So that's kind of that in between section there. Sometimes we go farther south, sometimes we go farther east, but that really is kind of like where we, we, we call home per se. And there's thousands of islands and hundreds of anchorages. And we, you know, each trip is so unique. We don't go to the same places all the time. So it's, it really, it really is a pretty, pretty cool experience. Oh, it sounds it. We're talking with Maine Windjammer <laughs> Captain Tyler King. Captain King, let's talk about your ship a little bit. What's your home port? You mentioned she was built in 1930, but what's her capacity? So the American Eagle was, um, so we sail out of Rockland, Maine. And um, so she was built in 1930 in Gloucester as a fishing schooner, as I said. And we have the capacity to carry 26 guests, um, Mm. but other um, but other members of the fleet carry, you know, upwards of 30, 35 guests, and some of them carry, some members of the fleet carry down, you know, to the 20, 22, 24 range. So each vessel is completely different, you know, and each, um, we all have our, you know, our, our differences. <laughs> mm-hmm. How does the typical guest spend his or her time when they're on board? Well, because there is no itinerary and there's no real like um you know we kind of take what the day gives us 
there's, you know, we, we have our set meal times throughout the day. And other than that, you're free to do whatever you'd like. You know, you wow. have your cabin space. There's up, it's up, you have all the space up on deck. There's not really many restricted places to go as far as other than, you know, places that are um, safety concerns that we try to keep people away from. But um, so, you know, you're free to pick a spot in the sun, to lounge and read a book. You can take a nap in your cabin. You can, you know, talk to the crew, talk to the captain, look at the scenery as it goes by nice and slowly under sail. You can help with sailing the vessel. You can help the crew clean. You do whatever you wish. Um, we also try and stop as um, as much as we can, um, depending on the day and depending on the wind and the weather, um, to, to walk on deserted islands, to go look at coastal towns, and to just kind of really get the best out of whatever day we, we have in front of us. Mm. Well, I remember <laughs> when I went on the Heritage years ago, we stopped on an uninhabited island for a lobster bake after they bought a crate of lobsters mm-hmm. five minutes before, I think. And that was the freshest lobster mm-hmm. I've ever had. Do you, do you guys still do that? Oh, certainly. Yes, we do. We, um, we, try, we make room for it every trip. Um, and we have lots of different places that we go. And, I mean, we really, you know, we go to a different place every time because <laughs> there's so many. Um, and, yeah, and, and so, we, you know, we don't just serve lobsters. There's all sorts of other things for people who, you know, are lobsters and quite to their taste. Um, but, um, no, it's a, it's a wonderful cornerstone of our trips, and we, we enjoy it every single time. And do you sail at night? Sometimes. Depends on the day. I've, I've said that a lot, haven't I? Um, <laughs> but if if the evening is just right and the breeze is just right and we have just the right amount of places to just the right kind of length of um, time to go until we get to where we need to go, we'll we'll take that extra tack out and then come back in under the under sail and we'll we'll anchor just as the stars begin to show and we can still see where we're going. Um, but sailing along when the, when the moon is rising over the hills is really really. A, very, very nice. To put it We're talking way. with Maine Windjammer Captain Tyler King. Captain King, how big is your crew? And you mentioned that passengers can help out. What can they do? Well, we have six crew on board. There's myself, the captain. We have the cook, and we have a mate, and two deckhands and a galley hand. Um, mm. And so there's a you know big team of people that helps keep make our guests time aboard absolutely wonderful um and the guests are free to do you know to help out in as many ways as as, as they wish um a lot of popular choices to kind of go down in the galley and help the help the cook prep meals you know prepping all the food that we eat and you know watching the, and kind of talking about how the cook is um going to prepare today whatever we're going to eat today um and people love to help us, I mean, as, as simple as it sounds, wash the boat down. It's a, it's a ritual we do every morning, and we, we all get buckets and, and, and brushes, and we throw all the water down the deck and scrub the deck to get it ready for the day, and furling sails and hauling on them. And the sails are all really, really heavy, so we have to get them up there somehow, so we, we call on all the passengers to help us do that. Um, so there's really a, quite a lot to do in a day, and we are always happy to have passengers help whenever they wish. Oh, that's so fun. And and what can guests <laughs> learn while they're on a windjammer cruise? Well, it's like I said, it's it is it's whatever you wish to get out of your experience. I mean, we we will we will bore you at nauseum about whatever we you'd like us to tell you about. <laughs> um, but I mean, there's 
there's so many things going on and we're doing a thing that is, that is, you know, nobody, nobody works a vessel like this under sail every day anymore. And there's all these habits and tricks and things that we do that nobody really knows as quickly and as sharply as all the, you know, the captains and the crew of this fleet kind of do, you know, coming into, coming into a cove under full sail and rounding up and dropping the anchor in one choreographed motion while all the sails come flying down and the blocks are all rattling, you know, the anchor goes curse splash is, Mm -hmm. it's really, really cool. And, and you don't see that absolutely anywhere else. So there's a lot to watch. There's a lot to see. And, you know, then there's the weather that we experience. I mean, we sail with all the breezes and we fight the tide half the time and we, you know, and we have to pay attention to all that. So there's all that to pay attention to. There's the boat's history that, you know, that's longer than, you know, all our arms put together. What have some mm. of these boats have done from being, you know, coasting schooners, carrying bricks to, you know, in, up the Hudson River, to being fishing schooners, to being lumber schooners, to being, you know, all of these things that are so kind of at, at a core, the core of kind of American industry. And they're still here. They're still working. They're still doing what they, you know, need to do to earn a living, except we carry people now because that's just it's much easier to load um (laughs) and so there's there's so many so many countless things that you know you can absorb doing this and it's a really really special thing to preserve and to to do on the you know every season Mm -hmm. and what is your (laughs) typical guest like do you have a minimum or maximum age well i think Minimum age, we certainly do. Um, minimum age is depends on the trip, depends on the boat and the trip. Um, some of the boats are between 12 and 16 is a minimum age, and um, some other boats do a specific kids and family trip where they lower that down um, a bit more. But um, and as far as maximum age goes, I mean, mobility is is you know an issue. We are sailing, so that um, as long as you can, you know, have good balance and you know you can get yourself in and out of places. That, you know, efficiently and safely. Um, that's really the, the only limiting factor. Um, you know, we take everyone who wants to experience what we do out there as best we can. Mm. Okay. And what are your accommodations like? Do cabins have heads and showers? I remember space being at a premium on the heritage. <laughs> um, some of them do, some of them don't. Again, it's like I said, it depends on the vessel. But um, some of them definitely do have heads in, in the cabins. Um, some of them, um, all of the vessels have showers on board, whether they're on deck or they're down below. Um, and as far as cabin size goes, it's, you know, we, we like to refer to it as camping with style. It's, you know, they're, they're comfortable beds and there's, they're warm linens and they, you know, they're very well outfitted. They all have sinks in them, you know, with, run, with running water. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not a hovel. It's a it's a very very nice small place to be, and once you get all of your things put away and you you know have recovered from the shock of seeing your space, you you know you settle in very nicely, and um, it becomes a cozy little home away from home. Mm. We are talking with Maine Windjammer <laughs> Captain Tyler King. Now, Captain King, you you mentioned before that uh, passengers can help out in the galley. What are the meals mm-hmm. like on board the American Eagle? And is that typical for a windjammer? Well, we kind of, we describe the food that we serve on board as, you know, kind of a cultural fusion fusion of our New England tastes. And when we have, we bring in, you know, all influences and um, 
flavors from around the world. All the things that we really like and enjoy um, are part of our menu. And our menu varies trip to trip, day to day, you know, season to season, because we work with a lot of local producers and local farmers to get all of the things that we need on board. And, you know, as, as the seasons change, what we have available changes. And um, we try to pair our menu best to fit those seasons. Um, and, you know, lots of stews and chowders and fresh breads and fresh pasta dishes and um, lots of pastries and cookies and all sorts of all the wonderful things. American Eagle specifically, we cook all of our meals on a wood stove. So um, that's another wonderful, cool, old tradition that we keep going along because baking a pie on a wood stove, especially on a, on a, on a sailing vessel when you're heeled over is, is a trick on, in, in, unto itself. You rotate a lot is the secret. <laughs> but um, so it's, there, there are lots of cultural culinary freedoms that we have and we don't really constrict, constrict ourselves to a set menu. Um, we really kind of try to do what's best for the day, kind of like we do in all other fields of our, of our existence right now. But, um, and you can kind of think of, all the other vessels in the main wind generation as restaurants. We all have our different ways of interpreting how we would like to serve the meals we do aboard. Some of them are, you know, try, are, are gastronomic experiences and they are, you know, extremely beautifully plated. And then other them, others are, you know, trying to find the essence and the beauty in the simplistic preparation of what we do, you know, and mm-hmm. trying to prepare it in a way that is, is simple and delicious and not, you know, not muddy the water too much and have it be a really, really authentic culinary experience. So it really depends on, the day. again, like I said, the day and, and the boat. And, you know, none of us do it badly. Let me put it that way. It is a very, it's, it's hard, it's hard to eat, um, to, to not eat too much. How about that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Travel Edge Radio with Dan Schlossberg and Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee. We're on iTunes and blogtalkradio.com. Check out our Facebook page, Travel Edge Radio, on Facebook. If you'd like to see, listen to any of our backlogged shows, archive shows. And we're talking with Maine Windjammer Captain Tyler King tonight. Uh, Captain King, is each Windjammer individually owned and operated? Yes, all the members of the Main Wind Jammer Association are individually owned and operated. Yes. Do the ships ever sail together? We do on more than one occasion, actually. So we have what we call fleet events that are um, kind of excuses that we give ourselves to all anchor in the same um, in the same cove together, where our schedules line up, so we're kind of all on the same the same wavelength. And we have the the schooner game in, in early June. We have the Great Schooner Race over Fourth of July week, and mm. then we have um, the Windjam uh, the Windjammer Festival in Camden, Maine, and then we have what we call the Wooden Boat Sailing, which is in Brooklyn, Maine, um, in in early September. And so all of these different trips have kind of different themes. The Schooner Gam is kind of well, um, I don't know if you know what a gam is, but a, a, it's an old maritime term for a gathering, and we take that opportunity to raft up together. And um, so you can see it's all in a big, long raft if the, weather's per- if the weather is just right, which is a really, really cool sight. And, um, oh. you know, passengers can walk from boat to boat and, and say hi to each other and everything. Um, and then the schooner race is somewhat self-explanatory, but we spend the whole week kind of, you know, sailing around. And then the last few days of that trip, we all anchor in the same place 
and then we have a real bona fide race from to see who can get the best of one another and we have classes and all sorts of fun things and you know it's all it's all tongue-in-cheek and good fun but we really you know try to you know squint dangerously and and see if we can get the best of each other um and then the Windjammer Festival in Camden is a really, really cool thing. There's all the boats, again, gather in Camden Harbor, in the Inner Harbor, which is this teeny-weeny little harbor. We all shoehorn our way in there and <laughs> have a talent show at the head of the harbor um, for the crew and the passengers, which is always hilarious, and um, the music, a music night there. And um, if the year's right, sometimes we have fireworks. And then Windboat Town is in um, in Brooklyn, Maine, and that's another kind of it's a little more secluded because it's far, a little bit farther down or down east, and that's really kind of a wonderful – private's the wrong word, but like, you know, gathering for our guests because it's hard for the public to come see us. It's kind of – we're kind of off to somewhere. So it's a really wonderful, you know, thing that we all do that we kind of can, you know, as a group, you know, see each other in, you know, in kind of a – not in a big event setting. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we also we, – we sail in the same waters. We see each other you know, all the time. And, you know, it's, it is, it's a really wonderful sight to come around the corner as you're coming into the anchorage for an evening. And, you know, there's another schooner in there and you get to go over and say hi and, you know, go under their stern and anchor right next to them. And you have another boat to look at or, you know, so we, we very often see each other. Sometimes we seek each other out just to annoy each other on the radio. And um, it's a, it's a very wonderful group and we have certainly had a lot of fun sailing together. Now you mentioned. Look, I ask you about the race. With the race, do you have mm-hmm. a cutlass and eye patch? Pardon? Oh no, 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 no! I said it's good fun. We don't, we don't, we don't resort to anything like that. Okay. <laughs> good to ask. You know, I met Senator oh, Angus King, whom I believe was then governor of Maine during Maine Windjammer days. What and when is that mm-hmm. event, and is it the official end of your season? So no, so the the Windjammer day, um, I don't know which Windjammer days you're speaking of, because they have one in Booth Bay and they have one in Camden. But that is, um, that is not the end of our season. We actually, uh, a lot of our boats sail until, you know, early October. I mean, my season ends October 7th. And um, it's the, it's fall sailing is really, you know, it, it's wonderful because it's, it cools down. The, you know, the sun doesn't try to burn you anymore as much. And the breezes come up and, you know, the galley, it becomes a very, very wonderful warm place to where everyone can kind of gather. And the, the hotness and warmness of your drinks and your soups are really just kind of, you know, um, brought even more to light in, with the cold, crisp weather. It really is. It's my, one of my favorite times to go sailing. And I bet the lobster bisque is really good. <laughs> when there's enough lobster left over to make lobster bisque, that, that is a rarity. Well, clam chowder, too. Oh, yeah. We, we always remember the clam chowder. Well, you mentioned your season ends October 7th. When do you start? We start May 27th. Yep. Okay. And how far ahead should guests book? Well, that's, that's, a, that's a funny question because, um, I mean, a lot of our guests book sometimes years in advance. But there's no, there's no real um, reason why people can't book any sooner. Um, I mean, we've had people book three days before a trip leaves if there's space. I mean, really, the the only the only limiting factor is if there's space on the trip, um, and whether the person can be there in time. Mm-hmm. And how does okay. your upcoming your... summer season look? It looks great. Um, we certainly have some room for some folks um, here and there, but we're we're on our way for a good year. 
And what happens to the boats and their captains during the winter? Oh, we don't know what to do with ourselves. Um, <laughs> no, no the, the, so it, the boats get shrunk wrapped, not the captains, and we keep them in the – we keep them in the water, and the, so basically everything comes off the boat, all the mattresses, all the galley equipment, all the nav equipment, everything. Just anything that isn't nailed down gets taken off and stored in, you know, in a nice, warm, dry place. And the boat gets covered, and she gets, you know, extra winter docking lines and chafing gear and everything fitted um, for the winter. And then we retreat to our shops and we polish our little our blocks and all of our, the little things that kind of need some help over the winter and get our rewrite our very long list for the spring and mm-hmm. um, then we around mid-march you know we start to do it all over again wow how did you become a windjammer <laughs> captain and if one of our listeners wanted to do it how where would they start well that is a very long story <laughs> and, um, but I I grew up in the wooden boat world. My dad's a wooden boat builder. I was actually I grew up in Gloucester, Massachusetts, where the American Eagle was built. Um, and um, I grew up in a little boatyard down there. And my mom is grew up cruising up and down great in the Great Lakes, up and down the Eastern Seaboard um, as a kid. And so wooden boats sailing, and we had boats as um, wooden boats as all of uh, so many. But um, and I started working up here when I was a sophomore in high school because I really just wanted to be a part of the fleet up here. And the, what we do is, is so cool. I really wanted to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, so after a lot of working on a lot of the boats and so many you know, years as in all sorts of positions from you know, being the galley hand of a, to a carpenter, I finally have you know, started with my tenure on the American Eagle. But um, – as far as getting into this, it's time. It really it takes us. It takes a very special individual to do all this because you have so many hats you need to wear, um, and you need to understand the business and the boat and the, and the sailing and the weather and the people and the and the marketing and the advertising and the, you know there's, there's it's just this big multifaceted orb that you really kind of need to keep a hold on, and um, it's a it's a very very interesting job description. But if for anyone who would be interested in learning more about it, I would say just come sailing to start. Just yeah. that's, that, is the, that is the easiest way to start. Mm-hmm. We're talking with mm-hmm. Maine Windjammer Captain Tyler King. Captain King, how did Maine Windjammer cope with COVID? Do you anticipate a return to pre-COVID conditions this year? Well, COVID was quite a rough time for this fleet. Um, we actually, only two of our vessels sailed in the fleet um, this during that year in 2020. Um, and the rest of them, for the first time ever, since 1936, when this fleet really kind of started to begin, um, they missed a season. It's never wow. happened before. And um, we just, you know, it was just the time, the time wasn't right, and, and um, but we're thankful that the the Tabor and Ladona were able to, you know, keep keep the fire burning and, you know, do it in such a safe and response. Um, and I'm hopefully, you know, that we're, we're on our way back on the upswing. That would be absolutely marvelous. I'd, I'd, I'd love it to be that way. But, you know, it's kind of one of those things, you know, all the statistics and all the graphs and all the things you can, you know, try and point at and try and see a trend. You never know. You know, it's, it's kind of, you, you know it when it's happening. Um, and you try to 
pivot and react as best you can. Just a couple of minutes left. Mary Ellen, next question. Is there anything we haven't asked you that you'd like to add? And how do our Travel Itch radio listeners learn more about Maine Windjammer Cruises? Well, my only question for you guys is when are you coming sailing? <laughs> I'm, I'm there. That's <laughs> awesome. May 27th. <laughs> yeah. You oh, got good. that. I look, I look forward to it. Um, and the best way to look at all of us is um, go online and go to our website, which is sailmaincoast.com. Um, or you can type in Maine Windjammer um, Association on the into any search engine, and you'll find us. Um, and myself personally is you know schooneramericaneagle.com. Um, but no, there's you can go and get all the information you need and see all of our member vessels, and um, pick just, pick the one that fits your schedule and fits fits your tastes just the best. Hmm. Our special guest has been Captain Tyler King of the Schooner American Eagle, a proud member of the Maine Windjammer Association. Thank you for being our guest on Travel with Radio. Well, thank you guys for having me. That was such a great time. And for us, too. Yes. And that's it for this edition of Travel with Radio. Next week, same time, same station, same writers, same announcers. We will talk about the great race, a vintage automobile race, Parts in Warwick, Rhode Island. Mm. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg, along with my beautiful and talented co-host, Mary Ellen Newton-Lee, saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night and stay safe. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.